What's up, everyone? Happy Friday. Welcome into the BetUS NBA show. Chris Farley, Alex Christensen, Kate Constable here with you today to recap Game 3 of the NBA Finals. We'll also preview tonight's Game 4 between the Warriors and the Celtics. Chris, Game 3, Boston took it, and you were the only one of the three of us with a winning pick that night. First quarter hit. Uh, that's been that's been a uh, a winner for you these these past couple games. Yeah, and I'm riding with another first quarter bet today. Uh, I, I just think that sometimes the beginning of these games is a little bit more predictable. You know, you predict the team to respond in certain ways. Uh, you know, obviously Boston responded big time in that first quarter at home. You know, started that aggressive aggressive nature that they can play with right from the start. Um, I'm sure we'll get into Draymond Green and the kind of game that he had, but you know, kind of gave it right back to Draymond and what the Warriors did in game two. So it'll be interesting. But for what it's worth, I think I think you guys were on the right side of game three. You know, the uh, some of those transition points, again, and sloppy play. And, again, the Celtics went way up. So that, you know, that forces the Warriors to try to catch up. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of defense tonight. But we'll we'll get into those picks. But, you know, eventually the pace has to slow down a little bit. Yeah, Alex, you and I both on the under in that last game. I agree with Chris. I still think that was the right side. Boston puts up 68 points in the first half. That's uh, a tough for an under to hit with 68 points and a half. Uh, what, what did you think watching that game? Do you still think that was the right side? Well, Kate, if I've taught you anything, is a 16-point win a blowout? Yeah. Bad for the under, and that's what yeah. we saw. It's, when games <laughs> get out of hand, that's that's what happens, and it's you know we learned that lesson again. I, I went in and took some live unders, and all those were fine. It's just kind of what we've seen in this series, and uh, that's what we saw in game one. Honestly, that game went over, and most of those points were again that kind of first half. I'm sorry, the first quarter really, where they were pumping points, and it got a little bit out of hand in the fourth as well. But when you get again to these situations where it's, there's a big lead for either teams, things get a little bit funky. So um, I'd bet the under again, and uh, maybe I will. Mm, we'll find out. Clay Thompson, we talked about him prior to game three and some of his props. We all said maybe he might go under. Well, Clay had a Clay Thompson game at 25. Uh, what was he? Seven of 17 from the field. Pretty good bounce back game for Clay after two poor performances to start this series. Steph also had 31. But Chris, you mentioned Draymond Green. He was pretty absent. In that 35 minutes, uh, three, four rebounds, three assists, two points. A lot of people talking about that stat line there. What did you see from Draymond? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to jump on the uh, Boston Celtics, you know, Twitter bandwagon and say that Draymond Green is a bad player because that that's definitely not true. Uh, he, you know, he's one of the key components, if not the second most key component to the Warriors winning uh, you know, throughout his seasons there with the Warriors. Really, you know, he, he's he's their enforcer, but. It's weird. Um, Golden State, it seems like they cannot play with the kind of high energy that Boston can play with every game in every game, right? It's like every other game of Golden State. And maybe that's even more true with Draymond. He just did not bring the same aggression, uh, you know. And a lot of people are saying, too, you know, he's got the podcast right after the game. He's got a lot of moving parts. Maybe he's not completely focused every game, so he needs an extra boost. I mean, Draymond has always been a pro. Uh, you shouldn't need a boost in the NBA Finals. But that's what we've seen from the Warriors a lot, right? They just kind of go up and down. And it's part of the reason why I like some unders today, because Golden State should respond, especially defensively. You know, they got killed in the paint in Game 3. Uh, you know, and that's something that the Warriors can really take over, right? They're, they've been great at offensive rebounds. They've been great um, in the paint, in their defense. They were great against Memphis and other 
uh, series. But this is the this is a different series. This is a different team. It's a more aggressive team. And again, if uh, it seems like if either one of these teams gets gets punched in the mouth early, it's tough for them to catch up and respond. Yeah, points in the paint, Boston 52 to Golden State's 26. Rebound, Celtics dominated the boards too, 47-31. Overall, Boston just seemed to me like the much more physical team, uh, much more aggressive team, winning a lot of those 50-50 balls. Alex, what were some of your takeaways from Game 3? Uh, just worry that Draymond Green is really just going to mar his legacy at this point. Um, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors team has lost three finals. One to Kawhi Leonard, one where they sh- they're up, you know, two games to one or three games to one at one point, but Draymond is out because he kicks LeBron James in the crotch. And now we're watching him in a series where, to be clear, I think Boston would have won anyway, but instead of now we're going to watch the Warriors lose and we just have tons and tons of tape. There's plays every game of him doing stuff that's just, I mean, if you're playing pickup basketball, you wouldn't let him play anymore. Um, there was the, the particular play that stuck out to me. It was trying to get a rebound on a free throw. He steps in front of Jason Tatum, grabs him basically around the neck and tries to like sort of throw him out of the way. It's, it's ridiculous at this point. So I just hope that at some point he can start cleaning things up a little bit. And he's a player that I, I've loved for a long, long time, but these last couple of years, it's just getting to be really hard to watch. And it was a tough game overall because a lot of the advice we gave out was pretty good. Again, at the end of the show, we all said we'd take the Celtics. They covered easily. None of us did. Now, I think we all picked clay <laughs> unders, but we said if you're going to take clay overs, go like 20 over, 25 over. And sure enough, that's kind of how it shook out. So a little bit of a frustrating game and from a micro perspective, but all my Celtics series bets are looking pretty good. So you said something in that last sentence or, or in that last phrase that the Celtics are going to win this one. Is this series over in your mind? No, but probably, I mean, it's <laughs> tough to say that, but given what we know kind of about where we're standing at this point, the Celtics are up two one, they still have home court advantage and it doesn't seem to be talked about a lot, but Steph Curry is not a hundred percent. And for whatever reason, the market has left us with the same exact line as we had last game. You know, it's the same spread that we closed with the same total we closed with, but we know that Steph Curry might be coming in with some sort of ankle injury. It's, it's really odd. And if, if he's not, you know, even close to a hundred percent, things are going to get really ugly quick for a golden state team. That's just really dealing with a lot of problems of having a lot of one way players at this point. All right. Well, speaking of Clay's, or Steph, rather, his injury kind of leads us into the conversation for Game 4. So let's check out the lines heading into Game 4 tonight. Once again, Warriors are on the road, and they are the underdog again. Celtics laying four tonight. Total here is 213.5. Chris, knowing that Steph Curry might not be 100%, his post-game press conference, he said that he would likely be playing, but who knows what that pain level is like heading into the game tonight. What is your take on this game? Yeah, I think he's definitely going to play, but what we all don't know, obviously, is is he going to be 100%? Is he going to look any different? Um, if he does at all, and the fact that there's even a chance of that is probably a good thing for anyone who likes the unders tonight, right? Because Golden State is going to have a really tough time to produce offense without Steph Curry. I mean, that's the most obvious line we could all say on the show, but um, I, I think we're really going to see it pan out here because if the Celtics can you know, target Curry or be especially aggressive with Curry— uh, and then force the other players on the Warriors to win that game for them. That's just going to be really tough for Golden State, right? Um, we haven't seen Draymond Green be the distributor that he's been in the past. Too. That's a really important role for him, too. You know, he's not obviously not a great scorer, but 
you know, to be um, kind of at the head of the paint and to be charging forward and creating offense is something we, we didn't see from him in game three either. So if we see a few changes from the Golden State offense, there's signs for optimism. But if Steph Curry still isn't what he should be for this game, that's I do think that this series is over at that point. Um, so that being said, though, uh, you know, because that's on the table for Steph Curry still being a little banged up and because we've seen the way that Golden State can respond, you know, there's. I think for most of us uh, dissecting these games, you know, there's two ways that Golden State can respond to such a young, young, athletic and physical team like the Celtics. They can either just try to win by pure offense and play small ball, or they can really try to up their defense. In game two, it was more their defense, right? They just played much better defense. They guarded the paint significantly better. Uh, Draymond Green led the charge in that one. So, and, you know, Steve Kerr is kind of proven, right? That's kind of their new philosophy, right? Really become a better team on defense first. That's where they start. Because obviously the firepower is going to be there for them on offense. So um, for all these reasons, uh, I like the full game under. I like a lot of unders in this game. But my favorite play is the first quarter under because I think it's a little too high. I have it at about 51. I said 54 or 54 and a half, depending on the book. I think we got on 54 and a half at BetUS right now. Uh, I do think that Golden State is going to put really, really strong effort in the start of this game to slow down that Celtics offense because I think they know that they don't have a chance if they don't do that, just like in game two, right? You can't go down two games zero at the chase center. Uh, so this is a really desperate moment for them. And I think they know that if they try to run the floor and pace themselves, uh, the Celtics can do that too, you know, and the Celtics are even bigger and even more athletic, like we said. So uh, it has to start with their defense and I expect a slower start to this game. All right, well, that leads into maybe a full game under, which is what I'm going to take. So I like your thinking there. Uh, shooting uh, Celtics in the first half, we talked about it in game three, shot 60, put up 68 points. And, and that was really kind of what pushed that over is, is the scoring in the first half. Second half of that game was much slower. Pace of 89 in the third quarter, 84 in the fourth. And so I think that's what we see carry over again to tonight, a similar story of that slower pace game in the second half of game three. I also think we might be, be seeing a little bit more of Otto Porter Jr., maybe Gary Payton Jr. Uh, for Jordan Poole for the Warriors, just to get, have more defense kind of beef up uh, that end of the floor. And honestly, Jordan Poole just really hasn't looked very well or done much for them. So uh, maybe a little bit more get minutes from some more defensive-minded players. So I'm going to take the full game under. That is uh, 213 and a half, I believe. Alex, what's your play? You agree with me? I do. I like that full game under, and I'm not only going to do that. Give me a Warriors team total under tonight. Um, I just think this team is in really rough shape. Again, there's been no adjustment from last game in terms of what to expect from Curry's injury. And uh, you look in this series, they've scored 108, 107, and 100 points. In the two games, they just barely went over 105 points. You know, over 40% from three, over 45% from the field, and two of the faster-paced games in this series. And I think tonight, exactly for all the reasons you guys have covered, they're both sides want a slower game tonight. Golden State needs to keep things down a little bit to make sure that Curry is not out there running around too much. And you're right, Poole has been a mess. I think they have to maybe try some different stuff tonight. I'm curious to see if we get more Iguodala minutes since he rested last game. And that's always a great thing for an under. So um, all looks really good, good to me tonight. Give me an under. Give me a Golden State team total under. It's just going to be an ugly, messy basketball game. Chris, you got a question for Alex? I do. Uh, just curious you can read about your mind. 
<laughs> yeah, how'd you know that? Um, I have a, yeah, just curious about your thought process, Alice, because um, I totally agree with you. It's weird that it's staying at four. You know, obviously, the books are, you know, they're okay with the amount of money and the amount of bets on both sides, I guess. But does that ever you know, kind of scare you away from that a little bit, too, like your you know, narrative, right? I mean, shouldn't it move a little bit after what we just saw? Yeah, I, I don't worry about it too much in the NBA playoffs because that's just what kind of books do, unless there is really some sort of major news and Curry's going to play. So I think maybe if he were questionable, we'd see a different number or something like that. So I think because it doesn't go through those normal triggers, there's nothing's been changed. But in general, books just open up the next playoff game at what it closed the game before. So I think we're just kind of seeing that and I don't necessarily know a ton of people that have maybe made any big bets on this game. I know somebody that just made a decent-sized bet on the Celtics, so curious to see if that line moves at all. But it is a little odd that it stayed the same. Chris, you're right. I think maybe somebody would go in there and beat it down and shape it up. But maybe it means Curry's healthy. I just, you know, I'm happy to take the under even if he was healthy. It's just kind of a nice cherry on top. Uh, One trend that's kind of stayed the same, and I know we don't always like to go off of trends, but it's the Warriors in the third quarter. They've won every third quarter in this series. I mean, all season long, they've been great coming out of the half. Chris, at what point do you stop playing the third quarter just kind of knowing that it's not going to hit every single time? Yeah, well, I think then this is one of those games where I'm being a little cautious about that because I do think that the Warriors could lead in this game earlier. Uh, so maybe there's less of a need for them to respond in the third quarter. Uh, again, you know, Celtics, right? Younger, uh, more athletic, bigger. Uh, they just have to do a little bit less. And they're not really doing any less, right? Because they have max effort in every game. But they're probably going to have more juice in the third quarter uh, just as younger athletes. So but so especially if the Warriors are, are, are playing from ahead heading into halftime, Maybe we see the Celtics actually take a third quarter for once. But, yeah, live bets, right? If you see the Celtics going up again, the Warriors are getting desperate. I really don't think that's a bad bet. It just keeps on hitting. I think that's where you might look for an over two in the third quarter. We saw it go way over in the third quarter in the last game as well. Um, And another interesting angle is maybe if you see a lot of pace and, and points in the third, you take one of those another one of those fourth quarter unders because we we see the fourth quarter really slow down. Uh, and many of these games between both these teams in the playoffs. So uh, there's just a, it's just it's a roller coaster these series, but you know there are some patterns that you can get from it. And going along with the fourth quarter slowing down, the fourth quarter has also been Boston's quarter this entire series. Alex, have you bet Boston fourth quarter at all this series? No, it's it's kind of a tough market. I, you can't really do it pre-game and with some of the live stuff. I just mostly, honestly, have been focusing on totals in this series. There's just been so, a lot of swings and. I guess all I'd say with the Warriors' third quarter is if you've been betting it consistently, keep doing it. If you haven't, don't jump on now. It's one of those kind of things where if you've been riding the train, keep going. You just got to trust it. You've obviously made a ton of money at this point, but I wouldn't jump on again if, if you didn't if you haven't been betting it already. All right. Well, Golden State kind of has their backs up against the walls. I, I would call this a must-win. You guys would probably call this a must-win, right? Otherwise, they go back to Golden State down 3-1. Yeah, if it's not a must-win, it's as close to a must-win as you get. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the series is over if the Golden State Warriors lose tonight. I mean, I, I expect them to win in uh, in Game 5 then at the Chase Center, but that's that's a great setup for Boston to go back home and win it all in front of their home crowd. So, Well, Warriors have um, won at least one road game in 26 consecutive series, which is pretty wild. So if they lose tonight, uh, assuming that the – Celtics close this out then in game five. That would snap that streak, obviously. No official picks on the side for us here, but we're all right in game three. 
said we would take the Celtics and, and, and lay the points with them. Alex, who would you play tonight if you had to take a side? Give me the Celtics. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at, too. I, I think they take this one. Chris? And if you forced my hand, I would try to I'd probably take the Celtics, but I, I, I personally do not recommend that. Um, even even with the line where it's at, again, you said, okay, this is this is as desperate as it gets for this game for the Warriors. They do seem to find ways to hang in these games. I mean, look what they did in the third quarter. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, unbelievable response from Boston in game three as well. But, you know, it, it, this is every bit as dire as it feels, right? So I, if any game is going to be really close, and that's why I, I like the unders too, right? I think it's going to be such a battle. I think it's going to be this game. All right, well, unders across the board for all of us. Alex and I are once again playing the full game under. Alex has also taken the Warriors team total under. And Chris playing the first quarter under at 54 and a half. Questions from Scott. Thanks for sending those in, Scott. Uh, what about Steph Curry unders tonight, knowing he might not be 100%? His uh, points prop has gone over in the first three games. But, you know, if he's hobbling around on that ankle a little bit, the under might not be a bad look. Uh, who wants to take this? Alex. I'm always pro Steph Curry unders. I, just, <laughs> I think there's value on the under of that number every time because it's always juiced a few points for, you know, what people know the high end can be. Chris, would you agree? Well, I guess it depends. Is it still at is it still at twenty eight? Do we know? Does anyone have a quick? Does anyone have a hot link um, to the Bet US? I have it at Bet US. It is twenty eight and a half there right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, then then there, like Alex said, inherently there is value on the under then, especially with you know what just happened, what we saw for Steph Curry at the end of the game going down. It's just so hard because the Warriors need Steph Curry. If they're going to beat the Celtics, they, you know, they can't have Steph Curry scoring 20 points. It's just not uh, – I'm sorry. I mean, Jordan Poole, he can be great. You know, Klay Thompson looked better in that last game. But they need Steph Curry to put up 30. So that's, that's what talks me out of the underprops for Steph. I don't care even if he's hurt. Uh, you know, I mean, if, if you watched every one of these games, there's no denying it. Uh, Jason Tame's a great player. Jalen Brown's a great, these are really great players, but Steph is still the best player on the floor. I mean, he, he can produce offense at 6-2 uh, among Giants. I mean, you know, he deserves all the credit that he gets. So it's just hard to bet against them in these spots. Speaking of Jalen Brown being a great player, 17 points in the first quarter, 22 at the half in game three. Tonight, his points prop is at 24 and a half. Would we take the over in this one? Don't mind an over, but I'd actually rather just bet him to be finals MVP. If he's going to score that many points tonight, he's been the best player on the Celtics. He's around three to one odds to be finals MVP. So if you play that over, go play place a little bit on that as well, because he's going to be probably the favorite, if not co-favorite. Yeah, Chris, if the Celtics win tonight, do you agree that if I guess if Jalen Brown has another game like this, he'd be MVP? Because Tatum has been good, but Tatum hasn't been fantastic this series, right? Yes, with an asterisk, you know, if uh, Jason Tatum has like a big game tonight and then, you know, finishes off the series with a big game, I could still see him getting the MVP. Again, this is all about narratives and stuff, right? And, you know, he's led the team all year. Uh, but I but I agree with Alex. If there's any player on the Celtics who has been the most aggressive player, it's Jalen Brown. He is attacking the rim early, and that's setting a tone for Boston. And Jason Tatum is, is, is playing really well in spots, but not as consistent as Jalen Brown. All right, any other props that you guys have your eye on tonight? Chris, you're not usually a prop guy, but apparently you've been playing props this entire series now. So what's on the dock for tonight? 
Yeah, and every one of the past shows, I had uh, four to six props prepared to talk about, and I'm not sure if I got any of those in. But this is actually, of course, you would ask me now, Kate yeah, Constable, this is but this is now. <laughs> this is the game where I don't want to take props because I do think that it's going to be so. I, I would take under props. I would take under props on the players like you know that we expect maybe to go under, like the Clay Thompsons, you know, the Marcus Smarts. Uh, I just think it's it's really going to be a battle. Maybe, you know, look for some of those ancillary players like a Kevon Looney, you know, like an Al Horford to hit, you know, a few threes. I don't think that's a bad look. But um, except for Steph Curry and Jalen Tatum, I probably like a lot of unders in this one. Uh, Alex, any props that you have your eye on? I'm going to hold my nose and take some Draymond overs. Give me Draymond over points, Draymond <laughs> oh. over rebounds, and Draymond over assists. Those numbers are catastrophically low. He's a great bounce-back player. All of his numbers have gone up post-losses, and I think he's had enough of taking crap the last couple of nights. So I don't know <laughs> if he's going to be any good, but maybe he's definitely going to be more aggressive. So I'm just going to take some of the overs there. And, again, it, it doesn't feel like a great bet, but just looking at my, the numbers, looking at the way it's moved, we're buying at the absolute low point on Draymond tonight. Yeah, his his aggression might turn into more, you know, points, rebounds, assists, or it might just turn him into an actual linebacker, and he might just crush someone this game. So we'll have to, you know, wait and see how something's he plays. Something's going to happen. It, something's going to happen, yeah. I, I might have to stay off Twitter tonight, guys. I mean, this is, uh, you know, I, I forgot. You know, no offense. I have, some good fi- I have some good friends who are Boston fans, but no offense. I forgot how annoying Boston fans can be. I mean, my goodness. Uh, some of those fouls on that they were calling on Steph Curry were absurd. You you know you didn't hear anything about that, right? It, it's just I don't know. It, it's very. It seems like all of Twitter is very pro Boston. Yeah. And surely the Warriors complaining about Celtics fans is going to make them behave. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Play, play much Thompson better. be much nicer tonight because they don't want to ruffle the Warriors' feathers like they did. <laughs> yeah. No. Clay Thompson. That was a bad. I mean, he should have never said. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. You, you a lot know, of bad looks. I mean, honestly, though, the only fans that are worse than Boston fans are Philly fans. So, and um, uh, with that, I am going to play uh, Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Alex is a Philly fan. Uh, you just going to blindside me like that? Yeah. Like, what the awful. hell was that? Awful. You could have walked into the room and slapped me in the face, and that would have been less surprising <laughs> than what you just did. Like, but at least the Eagles won a Super Bowl recently, so they've, you know, they should have calmed down a little bit. I don't know if they have, but that's true. Just pulled a Draymond Green on you, Alex. <sighs> All right, uh, my prop for the game is Andrew Wiggins over points, rebounds, and assists. I think if the Warriors want to win tonight, want to keep this one close, uh, stay in it, Andrew Wiggins is going to be the second-best player on the floor tonight. And if Steph is hobbling at all with that ankle, I think Wiggins will have to step up even more. So uh, points, rebounds, assists, that 24-and-a-half right now, I would take the over. Alex, I'm sorry. That was a— uh, I think you really hurt, Alex. That was a um, cheap shot. I I just—you know what? I just kind of can't stand you guys sometimes. You two are getting I'm close, too. No, I think the relationship's is done. I didn't think you'd ever do that to me. I'm so sorry. I, uh, I not you. Back, but there's no taking Chris, it back. Josh, anybody else. Not you, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before Alex uh, officially hates me, let's turn to our best bets for tonight. But Alex and I agree on a lot of things, one of those being the under tonight. Full game at 213.5. Chris is playing the first quarter under. Alex is also playing the Warriors team total under. So unders across the board tonight. Celtics once again leading this series two games to one. So a win is necessary for the Warriors if they want to avoid going down three to one. Alex, where are you watching the game tonight? What's what's your setup looking like? Just going to be sitting right on the couch, try not to fall asleep before halftime. Yep. 
<laughs> it's nine o'clock starts on East Coast time, and yeah, it's supposed not to go to happy hour and have dinner, and then come home and watch the game. And yeah, after happy hour, I would be asleep on the couch, not staying up till midnight watching a game. The so odds of me being awake for the fourth quarter are very low. All right, Chris, how about you? Well, you know, word of advice to all boyfriends and husbands out there: I have to play it smart tonight because tomorrow's my one-year wedding anniversary. Uh, so it's a special night. She also understands that it's game four tonight. So, there, you know, there's going to be some interaction with the game, and then we go outside and relax, you know, things like that. Uh, I'll, I'll get my time in, but probably not as locked in as I usually am. All right, that's Smart. very fair. Well, happy anniversary to you both. You, uh, maybe celebrate some wins tonight and your anniversary. Hopefully that's the case. Uh, I will also just be sitting on the couch not doing anything watching basketball. So good night for all of us. We will see you all back here next week to uh, look ahead to whatever game. Hopefully there's a game six, uh, game five next week. Got to check the schedule. But either way, we'll be back here with you guys uh, to recap what happened over this weekend. I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll see you then.